What is up, you guys? I'm your host, Michelle Sonor, and welcome to the Limitless Podcast. I get asked all the time how I manage my schedule, do all of the things inside of my business, and still find time for fun. So this week, I'm going to break down practical tips for mastering your schedule and building in guilt-free fun time. As far as adding in that free time for me, because I would get really anxious about it, I just started really small. <laughs> like I started with a half day off. I was like, okay, if I just do a half Saturday off, like everything's gonna be fine. And then from there, I went to a full Saturday off, and then now literally could not even imagine working a Saturday. <laughs> it would like, it would be like insane. I feel like I was like missing out on something. And I feel like when I started having these new experiences and doing things that I enjoyed, I saw my business being more successful. I saw myself, I was definitely more fueled. I didn't realize I, I needed that. I have directly witnessed how your growth can be exponential and your mind can be so much more clear when you have a plan and are able to stick to it, even when life throws you in a million different directions. So grab a notebook, listen closely, and let's get limitless. Okay, you guys, I am going to have to keep it calm today because I'm literally just so amped. I'm so amped to film this podcast. It could not have come at a more perfect time. Last night, late last night, I got off of an airplane from a little winter mini vacay. So I am just feeling so, so refreshed. And it got me really thinking um, about myself and how I conduct these podcasts. Like, where do I get this information from? And, and people ask me that, that question a lot too. And the biggest thing is whenever I present a topic to myself, I, I think back to what did I do to get to this point to be able to provide this value to you guys? So the question that I ask myself is, why is this important to me? And why is this important to my listeners? And then I come up with the how. So how did I get from sucking at my schedule to now getting constantly asked about it all the time? So that's how I always conduct this. And so a funny story going back is I was thinking about vacations and um, guilt-free fun time, right? And guilt-free free time. A lot of business owners, we really, really struggle with this. I think people struggle with this in general. I think uh, it can be compared to like mom guilt where you're kind of leaving your baby, right? And you feel guilty even though it's self-care. And the last few years, I've been really good about this and I've really focused on it, but you guys. Okay, so I've been doing hair for 11 years now and wow, that was weird to say, 11 years. And in the first nine years of my career, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, I had only taken two fun vacations. I had gone on a few trips for education. I had gone to visit family. But you guys, in nine years, I only allowed myself two, two silly little vacations. And it's actually crazy because on one of those vacations was when I decided I was going to start my business. I had been working at a commission salon as an employee and although that was great, I knew that I wanted to do more. And it was crazy how getting myself into a different space allowed me to just think so much more clearly about what I wanted to do. And when I was thinking about this story, I was like, oh my God, that is literally insane. And 
I knew that I had a really big problem when my clients were asking me when I was going to take a vacation. Because if you are in the service industry, have conversations with clients, oh, what are you doing for spring break? Do you have any trips planned for this year? And they would always talk about all these trips they had planned or all these things. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm just working. And they would literally be like, Michelle, when are you going to take a vacation? And the other question that they would ask me is, this was so embarrassing too, is they would come in for their appointments and be like, oh my God, did you eat lunch? Do you need to sit down and eat a lunch? Like, do you, like they would be willing to wait so that I could nourish myself. And I was like, this is an issue. Okay. These are like very simple things in life. Nourishing your body with some food is, is very simple and should absolutely be a part of your, your daily non-negotiables. So anyway, if you are feeling like your schedule is a big old cluster or you just want tips to refine it, you're absolutely in the right place. And I'm super, super excited to get right into it. So with that being said, um, the first thing I want to talk about is mastering your schedule. So there's so many things that depending on who you are, like at, for me, I have my businesses. So I have, I own a salon and then I also own an education company. So I have those businesses and then I also have my personal life. So what I like to teach my students and my staff is that we have these things that are called non-negotiables. And those are basically just the most important things to you that have to happen inside of your day in order for it to be successful. And I always feel like that's a great place to start because if we have this, well, we don't really have 24 hours because hopefully you guys are sleeping, but we have this day and we need to fill it with what's most important. And so it's like, why would we not fill it with our most important things first? And then the other things can follow. So as an example, um, I have three daily non-negotiables from a personal life standpoint. And for me, that's making sure that I eat. <laughs> it's making sure I get all my meals in because I know that I feel nourished. I know that I feel better. Um, I know that I have more energy. I know that um, it's not healthy for me to skip meals. So whatever my, you know, your meal plan is, that's one of my non-negotiables because I know it's super important to me. The other non-negotiable is going to the gym. So it doesn't mean I'm doing a three hour super, super intense workout, but I need movement for my body. I need movement um, for my mind. And it's also the time that I set aside so that I can be 100% off. Like nobody's bothering me. Nobody's talking to me about anything. Like this is Michelle time. And so at a very minimum, I know I'm gonna get an hour of just me time every day because I just know that I need that. And then the other thing is spending intentional downtime with my partner. So it's really important for me to have that personal connection time. I know that a lot of people that are in business, they really kind of struggle inside of their relationships because it's just this, it can be if your schedule isn't, isn't managed properly, it can, it can be this 24 seven grind. And although I do believe a lot of hard work needs to go into your business in order to be successful. I also believe that um, it's really important to make sure that you have intentional time that not only is good for your relationship, but it's good for you and it's good for them. So as an example, those are my top three non-negotiables. Maybe you have kids. Maybe that's part of your non-negotiable. Um, maybe, God, there could be a million things. Maybe it's that you write in your journal. Maybe it's that you pray. Um, whatever it is, I kind of start with my three daily non-negotiables and I put those inside of my calendar first. And so at least at the bare minimum, you have some place to start now. Like I said, I always like to 
think like what is an actual thing that if somebody's listening to this podcast they can do you guys could go right in your notebook right now what are my top daily non-negotiables and that can be three that can be five um but just writing that down in your schedule is something actionable that you can do right now even if you didn't listen to the rest of this podcast you guys would win from that so then what i like to do is i like to look at my week as a whole so For me, I like to prep kind of going into the week so that I have a general understanding of what every day is is going to look like. Like I mentioned earlier, obviously I have businesses and um, my personal life as well, but you may have a different lifestyle and so yours might look a little bit different. Um, But if you are in the same pool as I am, this is gonna be even just more helpful. So basically I look at my whole week as a whole And I'm an iPhone note girl. I just like to list everything in my iPhone. I think it's super easy. Um, However, you could always do this in a notebook. You could do it in a Google calendar. You could do it in a planner, whatever works for you. Um, But I like to list all the things that I need to get done that week. So I just have a, a running list that's like, okay, I feel clear. I understand what has to get done. And then I list them in area of priority. So basically, if you have a million things you need to do, you want to knock out the thing that's going to move you move you farther the fastest. So that might be, you might have five things you need to do for your business. Pick the top one that's going to be the biggest driver for you. So that's how I like to really work in area of priority. And when I'm teaching my team members that are working on the back end, they're kind of like, okay, well, what's top priority? What's top priority? So if you can have your daily non-negotiables and then you have all the things that you need to do and you have your top priority, that gives you a really easy place to start. So that's what I like to do. And then from there, I want to give you guys an example of what my schedule looks like. Being a business owner, being a stylist behind the chair, and also managing my personal life. I'm also going to put a visual of this on our um website as well. So if you guys didn't know, I actually have a blog post for each episode and it has visuals on there. So anytime that I talk about something visual, it's always going to be on there. References are going to be on there. Um, so it's a really, really great resource and a great place, which is always at the end of the show notes as well. So to give you guys an example of my week, um, so I have days of the week that are pretty much like a mirror schedule. For me, I I love that. I have Mondays and Wednesdays, and those are my work from home days. Those are my work on my business days versus working in my business. So Mondays and Wednesdays look a little something like this. So I like to work in time blocks. And if you guys don't know what a time block is, it's basically, um, if you can imagine a calendar, it's from nine to noon, you do this. From 12 to one, you do this. It's it's working in blocks of time because then it breaks your day because sometimes when we have eight hours that we have to fill, we're like, oh my God, that is like a lot of time. But when you give yourself two hours to do a project and then an hour to do another project or whatever it might be, it just helps to simplify your day, also break it up and make sure you build in margin for if you need lunch and, and breaks in there. So to give you an example, my Mondays and Wednesdays are pretty much identical. <laughs> um, so I get up in the morning, I eat my breakfast and I do my thing. But then by nine o'clock, it is work time. So from nine to noon, I have a work block. And I think of my Mondays and Wednesdays as my big project days because I have longer time blocks on those days. I can fit in bigger, more creative 
uh, more lengthy projects. So from nine to noon, I'm working. And then at noon to 12.30, I give myself about a 30-minute break for, for lunch. This can waver. Obviously, I have flexibility because I own the business. So um, whatever time I'm hungry, I basically schedule that 30 minutes. And then after that, I'll do another couple hour block. So from 12.30 to 3.30, I'll then do another block. So for me, by that time, I'm usually like going crazy and I need to get out of the house or I need to do something. Um, so usually by that point, it's when I'll go work out. And then if there's anything that I didn't finish in those time blocks, I'll just come back to it later. Not a super big deal. Um, as long as I hit my non-negotiables, which going to the gym is one of them, I already had my lunch and then I'm done by an appropriate time that I'm able to spend time with my partner, then I feel like I have had a successful day. So on these days as well, I will sprinkle in meetings, appointments, um, like I said, it's pretty flexible on these days. So if I need to go get my nails done or I need to go to a therapy session or I need to have a meeting with my accountant or whatever it might be, I usually book it on these days because then I'm not feeling rushed in any of those scenarios. These are like creative process, um, days where I don't necessarily need to be super, super rushed. And when I've worked with people in the past, like I found that it's really important to build in margin within these times. Like I need time to drive to the gym. I need time to heat up my food, like little things like that. So if you put too much pressure on yourself, we're like, you're like, okay, from nine to nine 15, from nine 30 to nine 45. Like if you are so, so, so rigid with the blocks of time that you put in, it can be really stressful, really overwhelming. And then you actually feel kind of defeated because you're like, well, I didn't even get my list done. But that's also the reason why we have another work from home day two days later, because whatever I don't finish on Monday, totally fine, because I have my blocks scheduled for Wednesday to also tackle those projects. And if something is super, 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 super pressing and it has a deadline, well, then that's my top priority. Like that's the thing I'm going to work on and the rest of the stuff can wait. So I love having this time, especially if you guys are hairstylists out there. I love having these work on my business days. It has been so crucial for pushing myself forward. I was just constantly working inside of my business for so long that it was like, you never got to step away. You never could be creative. You're, I was, I was growing slower, but I was working harder. And again, another pivotal moment when I was like, okay, this schedule is not working. We need to figure something else out. So with that being said, that is about a solid six hours, which um, doesn't really sound like a lot when you when you say that out loud. But if they are like super, super impactful six hours, that's like most people's 12 hours. So I like to get the most amount that I can done when I'm thinking the most clear and just really pack it into these smaller time blocks. And of course, as a business owner, like there are going to be times outside of this schedule <laughs> that I am working. But again, I have the control of that. And I know that I have at least at least the bare minimum six solid hours of work. And you can get a lot done in that time. So then let's go to Tuesdays and Thursdays because those meeting uh, days are basically the same as well. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, I always work out in the morning and then I have about one to two hours of working on my business. So I don't have a ton of time. So this is going to be really small projects, um, small little tiny tasks. And so when I'm mapping out my entire week, I'm going to have my Mondays and Wednesdays, my big projects, my Tuesdays and Thursdays, my tiny little tedious tasks that could get done in, in less than 10 minutes. So nothing big, filming Instagram stories, little stuff like that. 
And then being a stylist behind the chair, I go into the salon. I usually get there around one, about an hour early before my shift so I can connect with my salon manager. And then I set and prep for the day. And then I'm working until about 8 p.m. Just kind of depends when I finish my last client. But then when I come home, we're done. So (laughs) that's what I do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Fridays, I work nine to four in the salon. I've realized if I work Thursday night and Friday, I'm pretty much done after work on Friday. Um, I just get like, I'm like, okay, done creativity. I'm tapped. Um, And then I actually have off on Saturdays. So that is something kind of unheard of. I think it's more heard of now in my industry, but Saturdays were like the money-making day. Um, Everybody needs to work Saturdays, but I cut back my Saturdays starting with every other and now I don't work any Saturdays at all. Um, I used to also be really big in the bridal field, but no longer as no longer doing bridal um, so that I can focus on other areas of my business. But then moving on to Sunday, that's my prep for the week. So I do church, I do laundry, I grocery shop, I meal prep, that sort of thing. Um, That's my prep for the weekday. So usually on Sundays too, I'm getting my wheels spinning. So I'm understanding what I have going into the next week. That always feels super good. Um, And honestly, Sundays are one of my favorite days of the week because I love just feeling prepared and organized, ready to go into the next week. So to break that down for you guys, I think this is going to be a little bit shocking. I did the math on this. So we're sitting at a solid 18 hours working on my business and then 22 hours working in it. So being a stylist. And if you add that together, you guys, that's only a 40 hour work week, which is just normal. That's like what people work. But it's like 40 hours of my best, 40 hours of my absolute best work. And of course, like I said, there might be times where I'm wiggling in, you know, small things throughout the week, um, getting to work a little bit early, planning other meetings, things like that. But that's like the pros and cons of having a business, right? (laughs) You have um, times where you're going to need to put in a little bit more, but then I know solid every single week it's 40 hours. That's like nothing. That's literally nothing compared to what I was working before, but I'm doing so much more because my time is being used more effectively. So super, super cool. Okay, so now that I kind of gave you guys my schedule, I know you're probably like, okay, this sounds wonderful, Michelle, but how do I make this happen? (laughs) And what I did was I really did a lot of trial and error. I went back and forth between having smaller time blocks and bigger time blocks and different days off. And one of the biggest things that I realized is I needed to have like I was working too many days back to back. Like Thursday, Friday is a prime example for me. Like I'm working literally from the moment I get up on Thursday to the morning, the moment I go to bed, right? But then I'm going back into work right away Friday morning and then I don't have any like margin to create in there. I don't have any margin to um, build on new projects. So I can't have too many days like that. I know a lot of stylists, especially like they'll work three 12 hour days in a row and it's like, well, how are you supposed to get back to your clients? Like they're literally, there just is not enough margin in between. So I love doing like my Mondays work from home, my Tuesday in salon, my Wednesdays work from home, my Thursdays in salon. It just works really, really nice. Um, to have that. So as far as how like to make that happen, I would say trial and error, make sure you focus on those non-negotiables and truthfully try the time blocks. I'm going to post, like I said, on our um, website, I'm going to post a visual of this. You guys can kind of see how I map it out. So maybe try this. Um, everybody works a little bit differently, but I, I really, truly, I don't know too many people who this doesn't work for. So I'm really excited for you guys to, um, make this happen and make adjustments to your schedule. 
And another thing that I really want to hit on is the guilt-free Saturdays. Like you probably heard me say, oh, I'm just like off on Saturdays. <laughs> and it took me a little while to be okay with being off. I felt like if I was off that my business wasn't going to progress. I felt like everything was going to come crashing down. And I mean, one of the biggest realities I realized was that like Michelle, you are not that important. Like your clients are going to be okay um, without you on Saturdays. And then also too, just like stepping away, even working on my business versus being in the salon. It's like I had to step away in order to see how beneficial that was. And my team was fine. I, I'm really not actually running a business if I if I don't have things set up to that where I can step away. I'm just, I'm on a hamster wheel. I'm not running a business. And so as far as adding in that free time for me, because I would get really anxious about it, I just started really small. <laughs> like I started with a half day off. I was like, okay, if I just do a half Saturday off, like everything's going to be fine. And then from there, I went to a full Saturday off. And then now literally could not even imagine working a Saturday. <laughs> it would like, it would be like insane. I feel like I was like missing out on something. And I feel like when I started having these new experiences and doing things that I enjoyed, I saw my business being more successful. I saw myself, I was definitely more fueled. I didn't even realize I, I needed that. But I feel like for me, having that flexibility during the week, like I've got days where I, and my, my salon team does as well, but they can manage their own schedule. Like if they need to work in the morning or they need to work at night, I'm totally cool with that. I want you at your best during the hours that you're there. Otherwise, I don't really care when you're working. You could work at midnight if you really wanted to. Um, but I just started small. I just added in small areas of free time. And for me, it ended up being like the perfect combination with having my Saturdays. And then my Sundays are my organization day, which is technically a day off too. So I absolutely love that. And then when it comes to vacation, I think one of the things before was that like I, I didn't like I didn't love my life <laughs> enough. If, if this makes sense, this is going to be kind of hard to explain to you guys, but I feel like I didn't like I was almost like a vacation was like running from reality. Whereas like now I love my reality. I love my regular life. So it's like a vacation is just a bonus. And I realized that if I don't step away, like for instance, before this vacation that I just went on, I had had a massive, what I call like a push period where I just like, I push through, I get a lot done. Um, I feel I was feeling really creative. I had a lot of new projects, this podcast being one of them. But I kind of got to the point where I was just like, I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling just burnt out. I didn't have any great ideas. I wasn't like, like I love my job all the time, but I just was kind of like, I don't know. I didn't feel like I was at my best. And then when I stepped away and I went on this vacation, it was like, well, one, I was so grateful that I'm even able to create these opportunities for myself. I mean, that is so cool. Um, I never dreamt as a child. I grew up super, super humble. We didn't go on vacations other than like a family reunion here and there. Um, and so I didn't even really realize that like these opportunities were possible, but I really was grateful that I was able to do that. But then it also like gave me these little moments of like, oh my God, like I miss being in the salon with my team. And oh, like, like I really, really love I really, really love my life back home, but it just really set me in a place of feeling re-inspired and re-energized. And it's not to say that 
like the first couple days of vacation. It's not, it's hard for me a little bit to get into the mode of being on vacation, right? Or like, like stepping away or just completely, um, separating from the, from my business. But it's like, when you're there, then you're appreciating everything. You're getting creative. You're getting new ideas. Like I've come back from this vacation with so much motivation and inspiration just from stepping away. And I really would encourage you guys, even if it feels hard, plan it out in advance and just schedule yourself a vacation. Some people might need 10 vacations. Some people might need two, but just start by scheduling one vacation. And I guarantee you guys are going to be like so much more creative when you come back. So I know it sounds hard and I know it's overwhelming, but your business is totally going to be okay. If you have mastered your schedule prior to, if you have balanced your schedule and you are knocking out your best work in the schedule that you have for yourself, your business is going to be totally fine when you're gone. So moral of the story today is mastering a schedule that works for you and also making sure that you allow yourself free time because life is about living. And I just want to remind you from the queen of (laughs) choosing work over fun, it is so important to do both. So hopefully this episode was just jam-packed and super helpful for you guys. I would love, love, love as always to hear feedback. And if you guys have any questions, you know I am always here to answer them. And as always, you guys, we cannot forget at the end of every episode, I do Ask Me Anything, where I let my listeners literally ask me anything and nothing is off limits. Now, one thing that's really fun is I do not read these. I try not to read these questions like or figure out the answer to them before I read them. So when I read them to you guys, this is one of the first times that I'm seeing them. And so the question today is from Kaylee in Nashville, Tennessee. She said, I've seen glimpses of your home and salon on Instagram, and I got to know, oh, where do you find all your cute decorations? So fun. Okay, so my favorite places to shop are going to be World Market. Love World Market if you guys haven't been there. I love West Elm. Um, For light fixtures, CB2 is awesome. That's um, Crate and Barrel's uh, lighting um, store trying to think of anywhere else that I'm forgetting, but those are definitely my top. I have a very, if you guys want to see it, I have (laughs) some YouTube videos out there, but it's very like minimalistic, very clean, um, very neutral palettes, very like calming because my life is so chaotic. I like to reflect um, calmness when I come home and when I go to the salon. So thank you guys so much for your questions. If you want to submit one of your own, all you have to do is just click the ask me anything link in the description of this podcast. And as always, if this podcast helped or inspired you, I'd be so, so grateful if you would rate and review this episode, send it to a friend or share it to your social media. XOXO. Oh.